0: Hey there, I'm Tam.
1: And I'm Eternally Mortal.
0: And this is the Hidden Egg Podcast.
1: Welcome or welcome back, however it applies to you.
0: So, we have absolutely no idea really what we're going to talk about this one, this Scu- episode.
1: Scuffed podcast is scuffed. Um, <laughs> but, it was kind of always scuffed to begin with. So, whatever, we'll just, we'll just wing it like we do. <laughs> but, what we missed last week was... The um, commenting on the comments it was us looking at the comments from the episodes and, and you know talking about them and stuff. So that's what we're gonna do first.
0: Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna try to do that this time.
1: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: So uh, the first one, way way back, almost a freaking month ago. On um,
1: episode nine.
0: <laughs> on episode nine, Natalie mentioned that uh, that they were she was really interesting interested in i I guess was that on episode nine yeah yeah there was a comment
1: for episode nine which was um the one about pen pals to pen friends or whatever we called it do you remember uh
0: pen name to pen pal
1: that Uh uh-huh exactly that and so natalie was like uh just a thanks and that we were kind for interacting with comments you're the kind ones that send us the comments so just we we like that that's cute and then we had another comment from Ciaran, a uh, longtime listener listener, many-time commenter. Thank you, Ciaran. Of course, that was a kind of a, hey, I'll get back to you in a minute. And then Jenny Lane gave us a, hey, I'll get back to you in a minute comment as well. Um, but then <coughs> Ciaran uh, gave us one of his patented uh, long-form comments. It's very vulnerable and amazing every time, and I appreciate that. That's awesome.
0: I love how in-depth he gets
1: absolutely
0: and i i commented a lot on the uh the actual comment but like there was a lot in it that i i don't know where to begin to Mm. to respond to some of it
1: well anyone on medium that listens to our podcast can obviously look at the comment um and see what's up with it but i think that the one the most poignant moment in the comment to me was that Sierran mentioned that you helped inspire him to write erotica. And I think that's awesome. That's pretty amazing. Uh, I personally feel like uh, erotica gets a, a bad rap and doesn't need to be there. I don't really feel like it needs to be as stigmatized as it is. Yeah. But that's just me thinking.
0: I mean, most of the people that read erotica are women. Do you know that? I don't, you know. <coughs> I don't no, know. I mean, obviously men read it too. But it's more like uh, like a 65% are women and, what is that, like, leave... Like 35. 35% men. Mm-hmm. Actually, <clears throat> I think it was only, like, 28% to 30% men, so I guess there's, like, 5% other that don't... I mean, don't respond. Identify. Yeah,
1: and I don't know if uh, <coughs> surveys have gotten around to accepting non-binary as a response, but that'd be cool. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That'd be
1: super cool. Uh, but, yeah, um... I love that there was a, char- a person in this comment, a character. I'm gonna call him, even though this was a real person in Siren's life, named Zephyr. I think that's the, a fantastic fucking name. But you know, I just like characters,
0: <laughs> a
1: lot. Anyway, so I don't know. Was... At,
0: at the end of the, the day, I just I just want to make sure, uh, Siren, I hope I didn't offend you by any of the things that I said. It doesn't sound like I did, but just in case, just I I had meant no offense by anything, ever.
1: i understand sometimes uh, our brains can tell us things that aren't true and then you good um apparently turned a comment into an article and tagged us both and i believe i remember the article but it's been 20 days and so i can't remember exactly anymore off the top of my head I think I've gotten back to everyone that's tagged me in an article. I have a hope that I didn't miss it. I'm pretty sure I got to it.
0: I may be a few days behind on that, but yeah, I I try really hard to, when it's, when somebody's mentioned me, I try extra hard to to make sure that I get to those mentions and comments. Those are the ones I, I focus on. I wish I could like turn off all the other, I don't. I don't care if you've clapped or not like i, I don't need the notification telling me that because there's literally nothing for me to do about it except for just huh you, you know
1: <laughs> yeah unless you want to get into a, a, the clap number <clears throat> uh...
0: yeah i'm not making a spreadsheet of like who clapped what like no mm, no nah, i'm oh, good i'm i could make a spreadsheet <laughs> but why
1: because i make spreadsheets for fun
0: I know, but this this sounds this seems like something that's just too easy to like form judgments about the results.
1: Do we need to give you a 45-minute presentation about my Rocket League spreadsheet? Because I could. Anyway.
0: <laughs> um,
1: thank you, you good. We appreciate you uh, interacting with us again uh, in the comments. And I'm so glad that we were able to inspire another article. That's pretty cool. Uh, our silly voices.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: Uh, R.C. Hammond gave us a um, gave us a thanks for keeping in touch and tell us that our voice is appreciated. Thanks very much, R.C. And Miss Peach said some very sweet stuff about us getting better and wanting to take care of us. Oh, that's cute, thank you. Um, I think we're pretty much recovered at this point. From... Yeah,
0: I'm recovered from COVID, like the main part, but I seem to have like this, I, I think I'm having the long COVID symptoms and currently today, I seem to be bombarded by allergies. <clears throat> Couldn't have been a better time for my throat to decide to lock up like that.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. What a performance. Joking, by the way. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, uh, I, I think we're both a little kind of, like, uh, out of our normal headspace still. Possibly because of COVID, possibly because of anything else, because the world is weird. But, um yeah uh it's gonna be probably a little awkward for the coming weeks or months depending on how things go
0: yeah probably <clears throat> and then the last one that i that we have is uh De- dennis Gorbanov. and yeah another thing about just just covid sucks <laughs> yeah, fuck
1: covid um but yeah we were recovering nicely thank you for the well wishes we appreciate it absolutely
0: Okay, so we don't really have anything planned, and we haven't even gotten to minute 15, so...
1: Easy peasy, no problem. All we gotta do now is just vamp for the next 40 minutes. <clears throat> um, but, you know, it's just a podcast about vulnerability.
0: Was it just...
1: It's just a podcast. We just gotta talk about some stuff.
0: Well, we had that thing that I, I, I felt a little bit sparked to uh, to talk about. Before we started recording, we're um, like, people. Okay, so when people talk, right? Because you were telling me that I should just complain about my.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. My stuff. Let's, let's let's do the backstory real quick. So yeah, okay. I, I did um, <laughs> I did want to uh, just give Tam the space to just complain, and Tam reasonably suggested that maybe people wouldn't enjoy listening to someone just fucking bitch and complain. And I was Because like, like,
0: who wants to hear that? Like, everybody has some stuff to complain about.
1: And I was, I was just kind of putting forth that uh, complaining nowadays is kind of, like, um, stigmatized to the point where people don't <gasps> do it very often. And so it's actually, like, very vulnerable if you're given the space to complain because then you just riff off of the things that are pissing you off. And it's very it's very personal. It's it's sharing a very personal part of you to discuss the things that are just upsetting you, even if it's just like day to day bullshit. Like, okay,
0: do you want me to do you want me to do my little my little complaining right now?
1: Oh, just like convince you?
0: I don't know. I'm just saying like <laughs> yeah, this is think? the moment if I'm gonna do it. Like mm-hmm, mm-hmm, my mm-hmm. head right now. I took a Claritin, an off brand one, so I don't really know what the walletin Whatever. Okay. Whatever. <clears throat> and it's 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 slowly kicking in. Um, But, like, my head feels like there's cotton in it, and my eyes hurt a little bit. It, It feels like allergies. It feels like I'm really allergic to mold, so it feels like I've walked into a room where, like, mold's just all over the walls and in the air. And, you know, taking a few breaths of that and then walking out, and that's how I feel right now. Like, it just feels like there are little microbes attacking my sinuses, and I hate it. (laughs)
1: big big, sad
0: (laughs) big sad and i'm really tired because i didn't get a whole lot of sleep because Mm -hmm. i was anxious and didn't get to bed until late
1: yeah i woke up a lot of times last night too. yeah uh so there's
0: my complaining
1: right which took like a minute and i'm sure it was not onerous to hear at all i don't know i think it
0: was probably stupid but it's fine let's move on
1: (laughs) (laughs) so people talk
0: so people talk about, and you were talking about like I should I should tell my complaints and everything, and I I was I was like I don't know if I can do that. And you you said that I'm the kind of person that when I say the things out loud, I will hear myself speaking, and then respond to that, and that you know that self awareness makes kind of what i say a little bit more content worthy
1: right and to add a word in there um in insight like you hear your own words complaining about something and you will hear and you you will your mind will come up with with insight into those words and ways to help you
0: and like i know i'm not the only person who does this so i'm not trying to like toot my own horn here but the topic that we that we started talking about a little bit was that like why is it that some people don't do that because we know people in our current like real life day to day, that like they hear themselves, I, I'm sure that like they have to. their ears are working mm-hmm. and they say things out of their mouth. So like the sound waves that come out of their mouth have to be hitting their ears. But for some reason, it doesn't seem like they're hearing themselves speak and then doing that processing of, of you know, when you hear somebody saying something, processing what like the intention was and like what it sounds like after it's said and like they, they're they not doing that they it's, just
1: right. it ignore like, it it seems like somehow their mind is is, is, is is trapped in some other thing probably forming the words and I was thinking about it you know since we talked and I'm like you know we could probably talk about uh, OCD or um, ADD or ADHD and Various other forms of um, mental divergence um, that, you know, it's just more difficult to focus on two things at once. And some people are just focused on forming the words and not thinking about what what the words sound like.
0: Maybe. I was thinking maybe those people, because I have some examples in my mind, um,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: they may be too mired in the pain that they're trying to express.
1: Maybe. That's a possibility To hear
0: themselves again. Like, it's just too much
1: right emotionally but but we also know people that that's a regular state of being like as soon as they become comfortable like as soon as like oh we're hanging out now like and the pleasantries of introductions and hello hugs are past and so now we're all just comfortable and bam right into complaining i'm just
0: gonna trauma dump everything onto you
1: right and sometimes it's not even trauma it's just like very minor things the
0: day-to-day stuff but to them it it almost sounds like it could be trauma to them
1: right because the way that they're telling it turns it into this like story about how terrible it was to survive through right and you know sometimes you have the wonder as the outside party listening to this like am i supposed to react like You've been harmed like do you need me to get something for you? Like
0: You need help, bro? (laughs) What
1: what's going on? What what do we need from this moment? But like
0: Yeah, and you tell me to come complain and I'm like, wouldn't that just cause the audience to feel sorry for me and to wanna help me and like I don't know that the like that just seems like so much. I don't want that. I don't I don't need somebody to come rescue me from my sinuses. I mean, it's May. This is just what happens in May. Sometimes, sometimes there's days where the mold count is just astronomical. Even not, not even not just outside. Like sometimes it's just inside of our house.
1: Sure, absolutely. It's an old <laughs> house.
0: It's an old house.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, and in the uh, region that we live in, it's become significantly warmer recently allowing for that whole mold thing to happen a lot more right
0: probably. so so this isn't like something that i need to somebody to rescue me from but you know at the same time it's obviously affecting me
1: but maybe there's people out there maybe not listening to our show but there's maybe people out there that also feel like it's fucking terrible to have to deal with allergies and hearing somebody complain about their allergies and what it feels like to them could feel validating
0: i guess that's it true it could feel
1: real to them
0: I Why guess that's see, true. A lot of people do kind of like think about allergies like, oh, that's not that big of a deal. And it really sucks sometimes. It can really knock you on your ass. If I, mm-hmm. if I smell mold, like if, if things, if there has been like a, a dish that accumulated mold and I haven't taken any sort of like antihistamine for the day and it hits me a couple times, to- like it just takes like two or three breaths at like two feet away from the source I am out for the day. Mm-hmm. It hits me like a mac fucking truck. My sinus like over the course of the, the next hour, my sinuses will like explode in a in a very calm way. It's not like the COVID way. It's not like, you know, it's not blow like that. But like <clears throat> my sinuses will just slowly ramp up and then my energy ramps down. And before i know it i'm i have to take a nap for like two hours yeah and god forbid i forget to take a claritin before the nap because then when i wake up from the nap i will still feel like shit, mm-hmm. just slightly energized
1: <laughs> maybe
0: and and so there's some people who have have allergies that are, are just like that that you know a lot of other people that have like mild allergies they're like oh what are you complaining about it's not that big of a deal
1: right and there's people that have like severe allergies to shit that they have to avoid with every ounce of their being
0: right right
1: so like yeah it's a it's a it's a spectrum certainly but i think it's i think it's important to acknowledge the importance of every step along the spectrum and not necessarily like shit on people on any part of the spectrum also but that's just me some people are worth shitting on
0: so this reminds me of a thing, and I don't know if this is going to be a terrible thing to put on a podcast. Ooh, I'm excited. So there was a uh, there was a CSI episode that me and my family we were watching, and um, one of my sisters was watching with me, and my mom was watching with us, and we were like the episode had this this woman that um, there was a blood stain on a bed and and the you know the next woman that they had to interview it was from her it was her blood Mm -hmm. and she revealed that like oh i had suddenly started my period and this is like this is not a small blood pile this was a rather large like 12 inch blood spot Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and my sister was like she's lying nobody would nobody ever does that like that's not possible that's not even possible and my mom and I, we look at each other, knowing that we have literally done like we haven't left a puddle like that. But the kind of menstruation we have sure. could very easily have made that same spot. Absolutely. And it it became this like teachable moment where I realized, and not not just in teaching my sister like that this is actually possible, but it taught me that like there's there's this there's this undercurrent in women where there's some a lot of women don't have that kind of experience Mm. and so they think much like the allergy thing they're like this is just they're just taking advantage of the situation it's not really that bad but for some women it actually is
1: yeah absolutely there's a lot of people that have a hard time coming inside of their own experience to realize that other experiences exist it's sad when they're in their like 60s yeah that's that's what like, it's like you've
0: never come across somebody oh. that had that alternate experience that you could actually trust was, was telling you the truth
1: right exactly or have you been just every time someone tells you something that you don't you didn't personally experience you've just been calling them a liar your whole life is that what's been going on because it's terrible oh my god
0: rem- okay so i've been watching this series called i am a killer
1: Okay, I haven't
0: even heard of this. It's it's a it's a Netflix series that interviews people that are on death row or who have been on death row and that got knocked down to life imprisonment mm-hmm. with no parole, um, and they all killed people, mm-hmm. obviously. So one of the people was, and I don't know the truth about any of this, so I'm just gonna be really vague, because I don't. It's not about calling anybody out. Um, but one of the people in there was like talking about. Uh, the victim, there was some, like, experience about the victim as being maybe a child molester or a pedophile. Mm. And the the victim's friend basically kept saying, like, well, I didn't have any experience with him doing anything like that. And he's been nothing but kind to me and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like thinking, yeah as a as a white man, as a grown ass adult, you wouldn't have that experience right you you haven't had the experience of being a child in his presence to right. really say that he isn't capable. And it just boggled my mind it, it wasn't I don't know anything. I'm not saying that the dude that the victim was or wasn't. That's not my point. My point was the the way that this guy was saying. That it was
1: impossible. That it was
0: impossible. It was right. It was based on his direct experiences of this guy, and like that's not that that doesn't make any sense.
1: Yeah, but (laughs) that's kind of the world we live in in a certain regard. Because like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna get political. You okay with me getting political?
0: Eh, You know, it's part of vulnerability to be political.
1: So, from my perspective, and I'm starting it with the words from my perspective, because I'm not saying anything that's uh, verifiable, I don't think, Um, a lot of people perceived Trump in this way. Mm. A lot of people, because there was a lot of people on the left and kind of in the center and on the actual left that makes the the media left look like the center, um, that really saw Trump as um, a... uh, a narcissistic asshole that's trying to use whatever he can to get more power for himself power and money and influence and clout because he really wants people to be impressed by him he wants people to be afraid and impressed by him that's kind of his thing because he's a big baby man <laughs> <laughs> um, but the people that were on the scent a little a little bit in the center and then on the right and everything like that they saw Trump as somebody that was standing up for what he believed himself what he believed was the right and true thing, he was standing up for it, he didn't give a shit about what people thought about what he said, and people dug that. Hang on just a second, let me get there. Um, uh, And then because of that initial perception of positivity, when they heard the negative things that happened that Trump had done and said in other places, they immediately didn't believe it because it didn't align with what they believed before they had a previous uh, misconception that they refused to challenge and that's kind of what these people that refuse to look at from at their at at, at life from any perspective besides their own do
0: yeah i mean and you say that like that they looked at trump as being what was it that you said that he stood up for what he believed in Uh uh-huh a death row inmate stands up for what he believes in too you're going to follow him as president of the united states
1: well, it depends. I'm
0: just saying standing up for what you believe in it de- it it matters what that belief is. Yeah. And and it's like when I was growing up as a as a young adult there were a lot of people that like guys that would do bad things to women. Yeah. And then like whenever something came out that like oh this person did this, he's a bad person. And then their friends would be like, nah, man, I ain't never seen him do anything like that. But, like, they're all men. Right. Like, you... If you aren't the person that is being... That is potentially being oppressed by that that person...
1: If you're not in that demographic.
0: Then how can you say that he wouldn't do it? Because your experiences aren't going to be on that side.
1: Right. Because, newsflash case not everyone knows this almost everybody is different to to different types of people yeah at least different groups but for a lot of people that's race also like yeah it some is. people are different around black people than they are around white people than they are around you know hispanic people like it, it there's people that are like that all over the place and everyone's like that to an extent
0: i mean i can't i can't say anything i'm i'm like that to a ridiculous degree to where like I'm a different person around you and I'm a different person around my kid, I'm a different person around my family, I'm a different person around my lover, I'm a different I'm a different person around whoever I'm around.
1: And I think that that's actually <laughs> a lot more common than you might think, honestly. Like, you know, <clears throat> we try to some of us try to be ourselves, but some but a, a lot of times that's narcissists that are really trying to be themselves I mean,
0: purely i mean i'm sure that it 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 is everybody to some degree but i i know that from being in therapy like mine is kind of mm, it's it's a little overkill sure um it's from an it's it's adaptation to you know when i was in childhood i had like three different houses Mm -hmm. and each one was a different environment that had different rules Mm -hmm. to follow and so i i kind of became <clears throat> and then, you know, also having school. So I just had, I had different...
1: You had to be a chameleon.
0: Yeah, I had to be a chameleon to have myself fit the place I was at.
1: hmm And that was just, that was to protect <clears throat> yourself, too. Yeah. You know? From being in trouble. Yeah. Basically.
0: Or from, from you know, uh, like when I was at my step people's house, if, if I made them angry, then I'd be alone. hmm you know, so it was protection from being alone too, just of my my stepsisters and stepbrothers and stuff. Like it wasn't even about me being in trouble. I would, in fact, in that environment, it was better for me to be in trouble by the adults than it was for me to go against the the peers. Yeah, yeah, but
1: you had a strange, rough,
0: <laughs> weird <laughs> upbringing in that yeah, house. did. But I don't think it was abnormal. Like, I think there's other people who have had that experience.
1: I think that that time period bred that kind of experience, especially in certain um, portions of this country. Um, But the 90s and the 80s were a weird time, I think. But maybe all the times were weird. Who knows? I
0: mean, mean, there could be people today being raised almost exactly the same in in similar environments. I don't know.
1: Hey, I'm going to take a quick little interlude to say that, like, Dear listener, if you happen to be Republican or a big fan of Trump I might still love you I don't need to hate you just because we believe something different I just want you to know that like our differences don't have to be a massive because we're all just people True, true Maybe that was pandering oh, whatever. I don't like to make people unhappy
0: well, you also have this thing about wanting to spread love into the world, right? Because everybody could use a little bit more love. <clears throat> you've even, I think you've even told me, in confidence, that like, you wish that you could like give some kind of love to Trump. Yeah. In in ways like he's not necessarily our favorite man in any regard, but you still feel. I mean, you're you're the kind of person that feels like every person deserves compassion and love
1: i really think that a lot of people that are being irrational and unreasonable and and doing things that are uh terrible from certain perspectives if if they if they just had someone that understood what they were trying to do that what they what their intention was that they wouldn't be so unreasonable i genuinely think and maybe i'm a a naive idiot but i genuinely think that if someone could have sat down with hitler and helped him to feel understood that he wouldn't have decided an entire group of people needed to die.
0: And Hitler's a, a weird one cuz like it's very obvious looking back, you know, from our perspective of knowing all the things we know about psychology and everything. He was a troubled man.
1: Right. I think if I remember correctly.
0: And he was that. very psychologically troubled, emotionally troubled, and he he ended up taking it out on people through these these radical beliefs and And i think you're right i think if if anybody had been able to sit down with him and and give him whatever it was that he felt he emotionally needed he may not have had that response but at the same time i don't know that we would have stopped the world wars by getting rid of hitler
1: Right, because the the times were also kind of set up for that sort of thing. Hitler himself did not cause World War II. He was merely a facet of. And any other... Well, he
0: was a match.
1: Well, any other... On a powder keg. Any other um, charismatic voice could have easily stepped in the same way. And maybe it would have gone slightly differently. Maybe it would have gone exactly the same. But that's history, and it's just sad. Um, but you don't have to believe me. There are probably assholes out there, just like supreme assholes, that don't deserve our, our uh, compassion and stuff. I don't believe that. I, I really don't. But well, here's how I uh, see you it. You don't have
0: to. I, <laughs> don't, I don't believe that everybody deserves compassion and love, but I do believe that everybody could. Oh? So, like... There are people that I I believe are sociopathic to the point of they're never gonna return. They're just basically our understanding of evil at this point. Mm. And there's nothing to be done for them. But how do you know? How do you know? Because any one of these people who look like they're unsavable, could be savable through love and compassion. And so maybe there are some that are actually unsavable. Maybe there are some people who will never redeem themselves. They will never see that what they are doing is wrong. They'll never change. But you don't know which ones are which. So instead of worrying about me trying to filter out who gets to have my love and, and my compassion, I kind of have to just give it to everybody, and wait and see.
1: Right, trial and error.
0: Because I'm I'm not God. I don't know which ones are going to come through and actually be touched by that that love and compassion, and who don't really give two fucks. Right. <clears throat> <clears throat> so that's the way I look at it. It's kind of the same as you, but not. I mean, externally, I think it effectively ends up being kind of the same. But internally, I'm like, okay, well, I allow for the possibility that there may be a point that it's not worthy anymore. Yeah. And that may not necessarily be objective at all. That may just be, mean that like I've put enough into this and nothing has happened and I can't put any more in. Mm. And that doesn't necessarily mean that they're beyond redemption or anything. It just means that I'm not. Right. I'm not the person.
1: Right, because you're just you. Right. You're not all people. Right. <laughs> so you can only go with the, the limitations that you have. Exactly. Me, I'm all people. <laughs> <laughs> that was a joke. That was a joke. Um, yeah. Yeah. See, the thing <laughs> is that, like, I, I don't... I don't, I, I don't really believe anything super hard. So, like, people that have been decent and rational to me for 30 years <clears throat> in a row if they're suddenly irrational I'm not gonna judge them for it probably I'm not in that moment right now but I'm pretty sure I'm not gonna judge them for it I might try and find out what's going on to help out cause like that is definitely a big change but like on the flip side the people that everyone else gives up on and says this person has just been shitty from day one and hates everybody. That's whatever. And so there's no redeemable qualities within this one person. I'm not gonna allow. I'm not gonna discount the possibility that that person's gonna not find compassion in this moment.
0: I think it sums it up best by saying everyone can change, but not everyone will. Sure. And it's it's not our job to determine if this is a person who can change or not. That's not. That's not our job to determine. It's each individual's job to determine if they are going to be a person who will.
1: Right. Exactly. Because, well, it certainly doesn't feel like it in a lot of moments. We have a lot of control over who we are. We, We get to choose how we're going to react and act should have said act and react that would have made a lot more sense but that's okay whatever
0: (laughs) (laughs) you didn't you didn't use your choice wisely there (laughs) no i didn't
1: but you know autonomy sometimes for me autonomy sometimes is choosing something that no one else wants to choose like spending hours making a rocket league spreadsheet <clears throat> or,
0: or, or a pokemon spreadsheet or
1: a pokemon spreadsheet or a spreadsheet specifically about my about a single run through of fire emblem like <laughs> cannot be used on any other run of fire emblem yeah, except you, possibly as reference you
0: love wasting your time
1: uh-huh <laughs> i kind of do actually and i feel bad about it a lot of, a lot of the time because i know that there's people out there that are like you're so privileged that you get to have time to waste how dare you just waste this time I wish I wish I could f- have time to waste like you do and you know what I'd trade you I'd let you have it if you, if I could give it to you but
0: you really I, would too
1: I absolutely would I
0: you spent like most of your life trying to trying to do that to I, give everybody your benefits and your privileges
1: I want the world to be happy
0: <clears throat> and I would
1: do a lot. I would trade a lot. I would give a lot. I would sacrifice a lot to make that happen. Even just a tiny portion of the world uh, increasing the happiness there. I'm mumbling. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I just want to help the world. And I, I don't know. I, I, I got this life, this, this life that I was given and I'm trying to do the best I can with it. And I'm trying not to take um, advantage of it. I'm trying not to take it for granted. But at the same time, like, There's so much beauty in the world. And these meaningless things that no one does also have beauty. I'm glad I do them. Anyway, I don't know. The longer this goes on, the more I'm completely embarrassed about like everything that I've said so far. I love it. Like we got, you know, a few more minutes to vamp here.
0: I love Obviously. it. I, I feel like you're're you're, you're opening up your true self
1: to Really you think? Okay. yeah
0: this is, is you, part exactly. of who you are. This is like the quirky parts of, of you that people don't tend to see because like I have no reason to show it yeah, to yeah you people. have no reason to show it to anybody <clears throat> because it's a waste of time.
1: <laughs> Absolutely.
0: it's it's virtually meaningless that you do these things because like especially like the the Pokemon spreadsheets because they exist already. You have no business doing this because there's tons of other information that is exactly the same. But you're like, yeah, but I didn't do it. Because it's not the information that you want. It's the process of of gathering it into the spreadsheet.
1: And that's not always the case. But for Pokemon, it absolutely (laughs) was. Gathering that information gave me an understanding of the world of Pokemon that I would have needed to play multiple instances of the games to get. And I don't have the time playing pokemon the game because i barely played the game right i played blue for probably like 25 hours and i took every pokemon i could get i I caught every pokemon that was possible up to the point that i got to and i leveled them all equally (laughs) i grinded so much in that game yeah Actually, I don't. I think it must have been way more than 25 you hours. You played
0: black for a bit.
1: I played black for Probably a, doing a the very same thing. brief amount of time. I also played Soul Silver for a very brief amount of time. And yes, my intention was to do the same thing. And someday, when I'm in an old folks' home, I might decide to start with Pokemon First Edition and do that with all of them because I still have the desire to play the game like that, to actually level all of my Pokemon equally. Because like, that's <clears throat> <laughs> that's how I like to play games. There's
0: not even enough spots in the game to have one of all Pokemon.
1: No, but well, you can't catch every you can't catch every Pokemon in any individual uh, series yeah. in a way. So like, if I played Red, there's Pokemon I would have to have Blue to catch. I would, so I would have to trade and whatever. And I wasn't planning on doing that. I was just gonna catch all the Pokemon that were available within the game itself, within the cartridge itself. That was all I was gonna do. I wasn't even gonna trade with other people to get like the starters or anything like that. But um, I was still gonna level every Pokemon I found all the way up to whatever level I wanted to feel good about.
0: I mean, and that's really telling. That that's really telling because that that is like the purest essence of you wanting. Equality and equity across the board, right? Even in Pokemon,
1: mm-hmm.
0: for all of your uh, your underling Pokemon guys.
1: Yeah, from 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 my perspective, <clears throat> if you're gonna go fight the final four, which is the final boss of a Pokemon game, I assume all most of them. Maybe that's just the first one. <laughs> I have no idea. I've never gotten very far.
0: Yeah, Black game. has a different. Final I'm sure boss. it
1: does, but like,
0: there's an actual boss that's a final boss.
1: I think the story. Well, after you fight the final four you still fight your rival again i think and that's the final boss i think
0: that's kind of yeah i think that's I think... that's what it is in in black but sure like your rivals like trying to take over the world in in black so
1: but if you're gonna actually be a pokemon trainer in the world of pokemon and decide to go and challenge the top pokemon players in the world which is ridiculous because you're an 11 year old child i know but whatever <laughs> if you're gonna do that then you can't just, like, grab your six favorite dudes, little guys, and take them and, and go and, and, and win. You can, actually, Aaron Hansen proved this by making Beedrill the best Pokemon of all time, by having it leveled, like, astronomically high. So you could just and level... You do it. You could do it with any six Pokemon you wanted to, but if you're going to be a person that's trying to be the best Pokemon trainer, I think that you would have to get all the Pokemon that are available to you to catch level them equally to see what their stats are and how good they are at fighting and doing the thing, and then pick the six best of what you found out of your data to go and challenge those final four, go and challenge that end end boss. That's the effective way of being in the game and being in the world and doing it. Do
0: you wanna know how I do it? Sure. I pick the six types that I can find of the best of those types, as I'm I'm leveling up, <clears throat> and sometimes that means that like I'll come across like a level 30 when all my people are like level 50, and it's like oh, I have to to level this one up because like it's way better than the one I have.
1: Uh huh. <clears throat> that's not that's not how it's not how that's how a lot of people think about it but that's not how it works i mean it's worked for me because what what matters is the types of attacks that you have
0: yeah yeah. it's not about oh i i don't i i i try to match the type that they are with the type of attacks that they have yeah because then it's like super effective
1: but you're also going to want those six pokemon because you only have six in a party to have the types the, the 12 different types or more be able to take into account all the different pokemon you might face because it's all about being strong against what you face
0: so 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 it's not it's not just the type matching the type of attack because yeah there's there's definitely there's definitely some some stuff in there but I, i make sure that i have one of every type of attack sure and then whatever type pokemon that ends up being I try to make those different types because then I can keep it from being like a weakness. Right. Yeah.
1: Because you got to be careful. Yeah. If you got a water type, you got to be. You got to watch out for them grass Pokemon. And stuff. Or like grass that. attacks. I <clears throat> should say?
0: Yeah, because it's not even the grass Pokemon. It's the grass no. attack. Um,
1: there's a there's a there's a Twitch streamer that I really really enjoy, and you know what? I think I'm gonna say the Twitch streamer's name. I might. I might actually shout out a specific Twitch streamer. But anyway we'll see they've been doing pokemon randomizer uh, it's actually a thing that you can download for free i can't remember the name of it but basically what it does is every pokemon that con- that's in the game is a is a cross of two pokemon so like and some of them have custom sprites and some of them don't it's led to one hundred and seventy five thousand different combinations of pokemon and the game story that you play is basically fire red um but yeah, the Twitch streamer that I watch has been playing this game, and it is hilarious and fantastic, and some of the sprites are adorable and terrifying. But also, every item you pick up is something different than what it was in the game. It's just something random. Like, all the items get randomized across the entire game.
0: Well, we really went way off track. Yeah, sorry. It's not really... <laughs> um,
1: and I, I don't know. But
0: it all came back to you you doing some things that are, are pointless And and time wasters. Sure. And I think most people call that a hobby. Is it? Yeah.
1: Most people, I feel like, produce something with their hobbies. No,
0: you're just... You have a skewed example. Like, because me and and Ghost, we we don't have hobbies. Oh,
1: okay. Sure.
0: (laughs) Our time wasters are literally just playing the video game.
1: (laughs) Okay. Yeah well uh i don't know if it was the best vulnerability podcast but we have Oh achieved... no we
0: are the best
1: okay. <laughs> we have achieved <laughs> nearly 45 minutes
0: yeah it's a bit short but i think i think sometimes that's okay
1: well we're gonna do a little bit of a you know, finalizing or any, anyway so i think that we're gonna get there at the end of the day um i do want to uh do a couple real quick things here first of all next week we do intend to do the episode on workplace vulnerability um of course uh we also allow for the possibility that we'll say fuck that when thursday rolls around next week and do something completely different but for now we plan on doing the workplace vulnerability podcast
0: and if that's the way it goes let me tell you right now it's not you it's us it's always
1: us don't even worry about it you have no (laughs) responsibility here
0: it's not it's not even the topic it's just it's been rough
1: (laughs) yeah actually covid really fucked us up and i still haven't smoked it's been over two weeks since i smoked a cigarette so i'm doing good in that regard and it pisses me off every fucking day like i want a cigarette so goddamn bad yeah but i'm still not smoking so it'll take
0: months for that anger to wear
1: off we'll see maybe it never wears off
0: i mean i'm sure it will but you won't notice it until it's gone and then you'll be like huh hey it's not there anymore Mm. interesting
1: um, also a reminder we do have uh, the buy me a coffee thing that's right. going on and okay. I do, do we still have merch is that still yeah
0: we still have merch we still have merch I don't I'm not really adding any because the buy me a coffee thing was all about the notes so there's nothing adding to that right now right
1: but... but that's not really the point the point is that if you would like to support us in any way you're more than welcome to do so please take care of yourselves first absolutely it's only if you feel like you have something extra that you'd like to give, you're more than welcome to. We would appreciate it. but You yeah, never feel obligated. It's certainly not necessary. You don't have to feel obligated. You have no responsibility towards us at all, even to listen. We're just happy to be here. Um,
0: true,
1: true. I think that that probably does it for anything else that I wanted to announce. Anything you want to announce?
0: I don't know. My brain's not really
1: working. Yes, brain is working. soup.
0: Absolutely. Brain is soup.
1: Brand of soup. So we'll go ahead and we'll call it there. Thanks for listening. Uh, I'm eternally mortal, and I hope you find smiles this day.
0: And I'm the accidental monster. You can find us both on medium.com and uh, follow each other, follow the dopamine, and follow yourselves always.